the Paris Peace Forum is not mainly an organization among governments. The specificity of the Paris Peace Forum is that it's a platform for mainly non-state actors, businesses, NGOs, big academic institutions, cities, and what we believe are the agents of what we call polylateralism, as opposed to the normal agents of uh, the multilateral system, uh, sort of Westphalian sovereign-based system. It's a mix, it's polylateral, not, so not just multilateral, polylateral, with others than states, but why not also with states, given that we had France uh, from the origin, uh, which is uh, the host. And then, of course, as per the principle of total north-south parity, which has been there from the very beginning in the bylaws, the constitutions, and the governance of the Paris Peace Forum, we then will move now to recruit or greet, depending on their appetite, three states from the south. <coughs> and our intention uh, is to look, of course, at uh, Africa, uh, Asia, and, uh, and uh, Latin America. Let's say on the south continent, uh, the south American continent, we have uh, a smaller footprint, which is, by the way, one of the reasons uh, why uh, the, the, the coming in of Spain uh, is good news because it, it can help us uh, networking more with the uh, Hispanidad part of the Latin American continent. So the we, have to, we have to increase our footprint in uh, Latin America. And of course, Spain joining may help us doing that. Indeed, and Germany as well, right? Through the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Yeah, Germany, Germany, already was, uh, uh, I mean, among the founding fathers, uh, among the founding members in 2018, we have a German uh, Stiftung, uh, which is the Körber Stiftung. So we already had quite a lot of German presence. I mean, France and Germany are together co-leading this uh, alliance for multilateralism, with which we have connections. So it's I mean, Germany was already within the system, although not officially with the Federal Republic as a member. So you had also a very successful um, adaptation for the digital world last year, no. given the COVID-19 sanitary crisis. So what is on the works for now, for, for 2021? Well, for 2021, so we are working on, uh, I mean, first, I mean, the, the Paris Peace Forum started in 2018 as uh, an event, you're right, totally digital uh, last year. Uh, we moved uh, from 2019 to 2020 to totally physical, to totally digital. It was a big technological challenge because we had to set up a digital platform with 15,000 participants, five different studios, which were simultaneously interacting with the participants, 
capacity for the participants to interact with each other on a TV screen. So it was a big, a big, a big technological breakthrough, uh, which I mean was uh, the, the main news last year. About the first main news about the Paris Peace Forum was that you know, these people have invented a totally new digital way of holding an event. Of course, portion between physical and digital may change, but the fact that we are able to reach out to the whole world at a very low cost for a platform of this kind is, of course, a huge comparative advantage. So that's for the sort of physical preparation, the logistics of the event, which takes a bit of the team that works on the, uh, at the Paris Peace Forum. And then, of course, we are working uh, very hard on the, uh, on the content, assuming uh, we can say we are in a post-COVID world, which we cannot, by the way. Uh, but you know, we've, uh, we've been thinking for a bit of time, like others, like the G7, like the G20, like the UN, uh, like the mini conference, uh, like what remains of Davos, on the sort of bouncing back better, we've decided we will focus on a theme uh, which is uh, which we call mind the gaps. Uh, so the the focus of the Paris Peace Forum this year will be to look at where this crisis has increased, revealed fractures, gaps which we need to build, which we need to fill, which we need to address, because our overall view of this post-COVID world is that it's, uh, it's worse than in the past. The environment was front and center before the pandemic hit. Now we are sharing the stage with these two major challenges, the environment and the health crisis. But the health crisis has shown us that Indeed, we cannot try to solve problems in one part of the world and not solve in the Yeah, but that's not is... You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. This is a view we share, but it has not percolated into the G7, for instance. The result of the G7 vaccine-wise is absolutely grotesque. No, fiddling about 871 or two or three million doses, where the need is uh, probably 10 times this, is just ridiculous. What else is on the works? Do you have any speakers lined up that you can talk about to us? Or the thematic for two? What will they be focusing specifically in terms of policy? No, I mean, of course, uh, COVID, uh, I mean, the vaccine and the health situation will be there. We also have uh, uh, sort of events which are brewing on, uh, on cybersecurity, on uh, gender, uh, on uh, geoengineering, uh, because part of the Paris Peace now is fed by initiative by various think tanks. So we are slowly putting this together. Uh, uh, with, and it will be a mix of short-term issues like uh, uh, economic, like health development, like economic development, like recuperating uh, the impact of the crisis and according to the sort of brief which the IMF recently published on uh, the sort of post-pandemic uh, world economy, plus, of course, a series of more long-term, like uh, space uh, cleaning, 
uh, which uh, becomes a big uh, problem, like cybersecurity, like ethics of, uh, of inter artificial intelligence, which are sort of more long-term and structural uh, problems. 